0: It's your boy, B-L-A-K-K-A And I'm sitting here in Lynchburg City today, man And uh, as always, at least for the past couple weeks, it's been sunny Prior to that, we've been on some rain shit Where it just was raining like every two, three days Shit like that, man But it's been pretty much sunshine here And uh, so today, I just want to say We're getting close to to the 4th of July And uh, fireworks has been letting off fireworks and guns have been letting off, man, since, man, since June 10th, to be honest with y'all, you know what I mean, so, everybody just, uh, remember this upcoming holiday, which I'll reiterate sometimes later this week, to, uh, be careful, be very careful of the fireworks that you have, um, shooting off, whether you're shooting them off for kids whatever, just be conscious that, you know, something can go wrong if you're not, if it's not supervised properly, um, the reason why I speak upon that is because when I was like four and a half, five years old, I got my hand, uh, blew up pretty bad by a firecracker, you know what I mean, and, uh, it didn't blow off any fingers or anything like that, but man, did it do a number on, on my right hand, you know, so, And even to this day, I can press the palm of my hand with my pointer finger from my left finger and like feel the back part of my hand with no problem. So you know uh and you and and one would have thought that hell after a situation like that as a kid that would have scarred you for life and have you scared of fireworks but no in fact it did just the opposite it 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 made me embrace fireworks that much more so like my stepfather uh god rest his soul he used to go and and get uh fireworks in south carolina a lot and uh you know, I took a couple trips with him as well, and, you know, it, it, it became a, a uh, tradition in my household, you know, during the holidays, like the 4th and uh, New Year's, and if he was here to be alive, he would have definitely enjoyed the whole Juneteenth celebration with the fireworks and things of that nature, that just would have been an extra day that he could get to shoot off fireworks, and he also used to have this uh German rifle that my grandfather on my mother's side actually left, and uh, he would shoot that thing off, man, and I remember being about maybe 13 or 14 years old, and I shot it, I was scared as fuck, but I shot it, and I shot it off, and, and, and it like almost, separated my shoulder from my arm and shit and it was loud and I didn't have any earplugs and my stepfather always just believed in doing shit the natural way I guess you know what I mean and uh it was it was it was cool man you know what I mean and I, I remember those types you know some of the fireworks and things of that nature and we were always or he would always start early as well you know what i mean like june 30th june 29th some shit like that next thing you know you're sitting in the house and you're watching tv or something and next thing you know a, a quarter stick of dynamite goes off boom you know what i mean you ready to hit the floor and shit especially if you live in an inner inner city neighborhood where you're used to gun violence you know what i mean so you know those type of things were cool coming up And uh, I've carried on that tradition to some degree, at least uh, on the regular the past couple years. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Facebook picture that I had posted uh, a couple weeks ago with the arsenal of fireworks. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's one of the things I picked up from him and uh, has carried on as far as tradition. So uh, just make sure everybody have a safe 4th of July. And if you have any wow, wacky stories about the 4th of July that you would like to share, uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, you know, and leave it in the comment section. Or, you know what I mean, you can go to anchor.com and leave a voice message. So however you want to do it, it's perfectly fine with me. And I'll read your comments on air uh, during the next podcast. So, getting on with the show, man. Snoop Dogg called a hypocrite after posting studio pics with Trump-loving Kanye West. So, apparently, Snoop shared a uh, handful of social media posts from uh, his his, uh, studio session with Dr. Dre and and Kanye West over the weekend. And while the excitement for another Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg collab was uh, palpable, this this disdain for the dogfather's willingness to be in the same room with Ye was difficult to ignore for some people. Now i'm not understanding why that was so difficult for some people to understand uh one of one of the things that i bring to a lot of people's attention when i uh, it's probably in an earlier podcast with the whole donald trump and the rappers uh for those who don't know rappers used to look up to this guy Rappers from the late 80s and the mid nineties, the, the the Rock Hims of the World, the Snoop Dogs of the World, uh, even members, certain members of the Wu-Tang clan, these guys and, and several more uh, uh, hip hop artists, these guys were spotted periodically, uh, with, 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 with the likes of Donald Trump. You see what I'm saying? And then the moment this guy becomes president, it's, 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 let's jump on the fuck you Trump bandwagon if you're a person of color. Now, I get the whole fuck you Trump bandwagon if you're a person of color and you was on the Trump fuck you bandwagon when he was trying to send in five innocent black men to prison, aka the Central, Central Park Five okay if you was on the fuck you trump bandwagon then i support you if you were on the fuck you trump bandwagon when he was denying black people uh 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 uh, apartments in his uh buildings in the trump plazas and shit like that and went to court for it and was sued over it and lost and you know if you supported that kind of shit and was on the trump bandwagon back then then i support you but these rappers the snoop dogs of the world you know what I'm saying? And and, and and don't get me wrong, I love Snoop. I'm from, the, I'm from the G-Funk era. First and foremost. Let's get it. Let's get it straight and not get it twisted. I'm from the G-Funk era. But the point that I'm trying to make here is that you had previous pictures with this guy, Snoop, and you didn't do your homework on him. The same way you followed a band of people, rappers, who took looked pictures, up, looked up to him back in the 80s and 90s. You followed that bandwagon. All right, and then you fast forward to today, and he's the president. And prior to being, you know, and no soon as he became the president, black people started screaming "fuck you, Trump," and you know I'm saying all that shit. And then Snoop Dogg jumps on that bandwagon, you know what I mean? And like I said, I fucks with Snoop, but at the same time, him being called the hypocrite right now, I get it to some degree, but at the same time, I don't because. this guy was a Trump supporter, even though he wasn't president or even thinking about running for president at that point in particular time, he was a Trump supporter, you know what I mean? So, you know, if you don't, don't be on one bandwagon for the dude, you know what I'm saying? Then jump off and jump on a bandwagon that's against him. And the only thing you're doing is following bandwagons when it comes to this guy, because once again, I reiterate If you knew anything about the Central Park Five, and if you knew anything about uh, denying black people uh, 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 apartments in his Trump Plaza buildings, then, you know what I mean, if you knew anything about that, you wouldn't have been in the picture with him back in the 80s and in the mid-90s anyway. You know what I mean? So, I have no sympathy for the fact, you know... One thing I can say about Kanye West, that were I didn't see any previous pictures of him with Donald Trump prior to him acting like an ass at the White House and wearing, rocking uh, MAGA caps and shit like that. If there is any footage of him being with uh, Donald Trump before his presidency, uh, y'all feel free to hit me up on Facebook or hit me up on Anchor because as of so far, the research I've done, I haven't found any. But aside from that, if there isn't any out there, and I'm just going off of the fact that I haven't found any, uh, at least you know he's on the Trump bad wagon in the sense of understanding who he is and what he's about, and he's 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 still rolling with him. He's not some rapper that that, that saw a, a party train and decided to jump on it to see where it was going. He took it upon himself to do it. What Kanye West is doing. Uh, to some degree, I commend them for, but at the same time, neither party, whether it's Republican or Democrat has, has really been, uh, up to par. If you ask me, yeah, I get it. It was Republicans who abolished slavery, you know what I mean? But as years went, you know what I mean? There have been candidates and and presidents who kind of swayed it one way or the other. Republican or a Democrat so but aside for that and I won't get too much into that the thing is I'm trying to say is that uh Snoop you've been on a lot of bandwagons my brother so you know the fact that you're in a picture with Kanye West and, and 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 whatever the case may be uh it may not have anything to do with Trump people just looked at it like that because Kanye follows Trump and he's pro-Trump and you're supposed to be anti-Trump or whatever the case may be all I'm saying is uh, you know when it comes to the whole Trump situation a lot of these rappers man was caught on in pictures and looking up to this guy 25-30 years ago you know what I mean so you know it is what it is man that's for real so did anybody see uh, the BET Awards I'm quite sure a lot of you guys watched it uh, it was the first award show, if I'm correct, that aired since COVID nineteen. If I'm correct, I'm not sure. I don't really watch a lot of the award shows no more. Uh, but I did, I did uh, check it out live stream. My daughter had it live streaming a couple nights ago, Sunday night to be exact. And uh, one of the there were first and foremost, I want to commend. And uh, appa- applaud all of the uh, artists, R&B and rappers who decided to use their platform and speak upon social injustice, police you know, brutality and, and defunding of the police and all of that kind of stuff there. But it was one particular act that stood out to me that made me catapult him into a different stratosphere prior to this and that was the baby and his uh his uh recreated uh George Floyd's murder for an uh noir show and it it, it didn't go over it didn't go it didn't go over great you know what I mean the video opens with a tight shot of the baby rapping with his face pressed against the concrete too tight to tell exactly what's going on until the camera begins to pull back and then several seconds into the uh the video becomes clear that the 28-year-old hip-hop star who is in the The uh, past year has managed to become arguably the most famous entertainer ever to claim Charlotte as his hometown is reenacting George Floyd's murder, which reciting the uh, intro to the Black Lives Matter remix of his hit song Rockstar. And I saw the video, man, and I saw the video before it was aired on BET and things of that nature. And I thought that that was a very powerful video. It set the bar Honestly, um I also have to give shout outs to Lil' Baby, you know what I'm saying? He had a Black Lives Matter video as well. Um Alicia Keys uh performance as well based upon Black Lives Matter and a couple of other men. I didn't get to see everyone's but you know those are the ones that I did get a chance to see. And little uh the babies uh you know his flow it's everything just matched up with it man that was creativity at its best which is something that has been lost in rap music hip-hop history you know what i'm saying you know that the creativity, the creativity has been lost, and so to be able to witness something of that magnitude, with all that different type of creativity in there, and coming from the heart like that, and showing those type of images, you know what I mean? And and and, and the one thing that a lot of people, uh, whether they're racist white people or non-racist white people, the one thing a lot of them don't understand or can't understand is why one a black man make it why does what goes on in the ghetto still hits hard to him and the reason why what goes on in the ghetto still hits hard is to him because pretty much every black man that you see rapping shooting a basketball, passing a football catching a football, running with a football comes from the inner city hitting a baseball and whatever sport comes from the inner city it comes from the inner city that was their outlet So they grew up around not only violence amongst their own people, but they also grew up around the violence of the police, bringing it to the inner cities, not caring and not giving a fuck. So that's why you see a LeBron James who stands and says, I can't breathe and wear a hoodie. For Trayvon Martin and things of that nature, and the Dwayne Wades and the Carmelo Anthony's of the worlds, and the Muhammad Ali's of the worlds, and the Joe Lewis's of the worlds, and the and the uh, Lou A.K.A. Kareem Abdul Jabbar's of the worlds, and and the and the uh, the the Colin Kaepernick's of the worlds, and the Sharif Abdul rahims of the worlds. The, this is why, you know what I mean? This is why those guys come from those type of neighborhoods you know what I mean and and, 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 and and in the sense of Colin Kaepernick I don't really know his background that much to say that he came from one of those type of neighborhoods uh, just off of where he played college ball you know and which you know may not have that much to do with it but at the same time that's all I have to go off of and even if he didn't grow up in those type of neighborhoods the fact that he put aside millions and knew that he was gonna risk millions and some more shit to do what he did was great and just getting back to the baby you know what i mean this catapults him in another stratosphere you know what i'm saying with this type of image with this type of video here baby i want you to, uh, the baby i want you to understand man with this kind of video here and the images that were portrayed in this video is catapult you to a different stratosphere so you have to whether you want to or not you're now that voice of 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 not the voice of black lives matter but you're now that voice you're now a, a, your face is now a part of that you know what i mean so prepare yourself young man for the backlash that comes with it and, and it's not deserving it, that's just coming from people that don't understand. The backlash that you're going to receive does not come from the, does not come from people that understand. It comes from people that don't, don't understand. Continue to use your platform. continue to show these people that we're more we're more than ball players and rappers. We're judges, we're doctors, we're lawyers, we're entrepreneurs, we're all types of shit. We're all types of things. And at the end of the day we're all human and at some point in time the rest of the world if not America has to see that that's real talk so check this out man a woman who shot a man in the head on Facebook live was released released early from prison uh, Houston Texas KTRK TV after serving six months of her 10 year sentence Cassandra Damper was released from uh That's TOCJ on shock probation and is now serving the remainder of her sentence at home. Now, Damper was sentenced to serve 10 years for aggravated assault uh, count and 5 years for a tampering with evidence charge. She pleaded guilty in August to the counts after the April uh, April 2018 shooting of Darren Holmes. Now, Damper began her sentence on December 18, 2009. I'm sorry 2019 and was released on Thursday June 18th exactly six months to the date Now, according to the court records the terms of her probation includes visits with uh, a community supervision drug and alcohol testing travel restrictions and a 10,000 hours of community service and she's also also $50,000 in restitution to be paid to the Jones family so uh That was a crazy situation right there that had took place in Houston, Texas, man. And I don't understand people who use this Facebook Live for things of this magnitude unless they're perfectly fine with understanding that they are going to be caught. You know what I mean? Other than that, I can't see really no other reason why they would do things of that magnitude, man. But nevertheless, she felt the need to kill him. And uh, it doesn't really... It doesn't really uh, matter as to why you know it's just a uh, wrong act it's immoral you know what I mean and and it's fucked up situation and for the justice system to let her out six months first and foremost the whole 10 year sentence was bullshit and for those who, who feel the need to know just exactly who it was yes it was a black woman who committed this crime against a black man and she was let out early so when you see shit like that is it really a black and white thing when motherfuckers is committing heinous acts and getting off you know what i'm saying like you can see i mean i guess there's certain situations where you could look at it as a uh, black white thing when you have a bunch of people who came up against Bill Cosby and he's 80 some years old they still sent him to prison and then you have a bunch of women who came up against Matt Lauer and he you know as as recent you know, recent history with the whole trap button in the, in the, in the office room and everything. And this guy's still walking the streets, then spend one day in jail. Mm-hmm. You could look at it like that as, as a black and white thing. But then the moment you do, then one can say, well, Harvey Weinstein is locked up. And he, they threw away the key on him. You know what I mean? So sometimes, sometimes things ain't really as black and white. As it may seem. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it really don't have nothing to do with race. And this is coming from an activist, people. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a black activist. I am a civil rights activist. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. And that's one of the clashes. That's that, that's pretty much what made it look like it was Malcolm against Martin. Martin. Was a civil rights activist. He wasn't a black activist. Malcolm was a black activist. The Black Panthers were black activists. They weren't civil rights activists. And I'm not throwing no dirt on it. Because I, I tell anybody. I am a Malcolm X to the heart. No disrespect to King. I'm just stating facts here. I am Malcolm X I am. I'm pro Malcolm. I'm pro Martin. But I'm, my order is Malcolm X, Black Panthers, Martin Luther King. That's my order. You know what I mean? So, uh, and that's for America. You know what I mean? Of overall, Marcus Garvey from Kingston, Jamaica, uh, is the biggest and the baddest of them all because Marcus was more so like, okay, white people, this is how y'all run y'all country. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I have no problem with that This is how we're going to run our country. You know what I mean? And that's why he was the big bad wolf. Because he wasn't trying to merge anything. Marcus was more so, hey, this is y'all's? Fine. This is ours. (laughs) You know, but uh, back to, you know, what I was saying. You know, it's fucked up. That uh, they let her out and shit like that. But aside from that, man, coming up on his sixth sense. Facebook questions are answered, Jason Tatum's new hairdo, Any teen rapist gets turned in by his own parents. All that and much more. You're listening to your boy Blacker, and this is The Sixth Sense. So remember when I was saying uh, about Jason Tatum's new hairdo, now I'm quite sure if people have already seen the pictures. I just saw it for the first time myself. Uh, probably when they say yesterday. And I was almost kind of scared to press play. Because I didn't know exactly what to expect. I didn't know if he was going to be a bald head. Or he was going to do some cornrows. Or whatever. Man bun or whatever. But uh so I actually pressed play on it. And I saw his hair do. And I was like. uh Okay, as long as you still bring me 22 points a game, six rebounds a game, and five assists, I really don't care how he wears his hair, man. But uh, there was one guy on, uh, I think, Facebook who went that it. far. Actually, it was Rico Anthony. Y'all probably know who he is. I've said his name quite a few times on my podcast. Uh, Rico had something to say in this sense. Uh, he has that bodega look now. All he needs is the gold chain, and he'll be one hundred percent Dominican. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty cool, man. Because if, if you look at the picture now, though, that's exactly how he looks. You know, if you if you give him the gold chain, he looks just like he'll be some bodega. You know what I mean? Chilling in, in 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 Harlem, New York, or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But uh as like I said, man, as long as he, you know, the layoff with this whole NBA thing, I don't think it's going to hurt the young players as much as it will the LeBron Jameses of the world. Uh, you know, older players. The one the one thing the league uh has in its corner is that it does not have a lot of older players. You know, but at the same time they're going to Orlando in this bubble where, you know, COVID-19 has risen to the forefront again in that state and we are still in the first wave of things a lot of states and cities has not even gotten to this second uh the second part of this and certain states were trying to get to the third part of uh, reopening the city and, and, sh- and shit of that nature but it's gonna be hard to do that so it's going to be crazy to see exactly how things transpire with the NBA season. Uh, it's fun to have something to speak about as far as Jason Tatum's new hairdo, as opposed to sitting and waiting for the season to restart and listening to hearing about players you know, coming down with COVID-19 and things of that nature. So the whole Jason Tatum story is a breath of fresh air. I enjoyed it. Uh, not the hairdo too much, but... Not my hair. It's his. But anyway, Jason, big up, man. And like I said earlier, continue the ball. And uh, let's go seize. So, I had a uh, couple of uh, Facebook questions that I had asked early on. Uh, one of them were, uh, are you for or against police defunding? And it's because it's been a big thing, you know what I'm saying, since the protestings and things of that nature. it just been a big thing as to whether or not to defund the police or give them incentives for doing their job correctly and all of that kind of shit and uh, so I've been pulled both ways honestly I can't 100% say a hey, defund the police and you know after you hear shit like 103 shootings on you know Father's Day in, in Chicago and little kids losing their life you know what I mean it's hard to say hey the last thing we need to do is defund the police. But when you see where the money is going to, when they're actually funding the police, it's going to shit like riot gear. You know what I mean? I did the research. This is not, oh, I saw that on Facebook, and now I'm going to repeat it. No, I did the research myself, man. And the money, you know, it doesn't go into it. Anything in the sense of teaching them how to diffuse, you know, proper training, diffuse in a certain situations. The money goes into better cruisers, you know what I'm saying? They ride around in nice chargers and shit like that, you know what I mean? But the money is not used to really, really, really help the individuals who are the police. Psychiatric, you know, uh, treatment and testing to make sure because the job that they do is dangerous first and foremost that when a cop is being called the one thing i can say is that they don't know what situation they coming into you know and we as black people have seen shit as small as a traffic stop turn into a deadly situation you know what i'm saying so you know it's gotten to the point now to where not only does the cop don't know what to expect but we as black people and brown people don't know what to expect when we we'll are stop as I said a, a traffic shop stop going wrong it happens all the time I'm looking at a case on uh, TV where uh, there was a uh, there was a uh, young man and I can't think of his name totally but he was wearing a mask he was a introvert you know what I'm saying? For those who don't know what an introvert is, an introvert is basically a person who stays to themselves, and they stay isolated a lot. And uh he was at the store. He had on a mask. He paid for his good. The clerk had spoke about this. He had gave her a bow before he left the store, which is something that he always do. So him having a mask on is something that's not out of the norm to her, even though this is COVID-19 prior to that. was walking in that store with a mask he was walking up and down the street apparently with the mask on prior to COVID-19 however this took place during COVID-19 and this young man had the police called on him solely because he looked suspicious now he's walking down the street with his goods in his hands and he's uh, from my understanding listening to music so he's dancing and that's why he doesn't stop The moment the police tell him to stop because he has earbuds in his ear minding his own fucking business just coming from the store on his way back home. They stop him. And the police literally says out his mouth I'm stopping you because you look suspicious. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Everybody and their mother is running around the city, the state with the mask on their face but for some apparent reason this young black man looks suspicious because he has a mask on with this goodies in his bag on his way home now not only is this guy an introvert it, it was very clear that something else you know what I mean some type of mental illness was 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 uh, a part of this young man as well, you know. But nevertheless, the police felt the need. They didn't shoot him, God forbid. But he was in. I can't think of the serum that they in, they injected him with. But they injected him with this serum to calm him down. And two to three days later, he died due to that. You know what I mean? But prior to that, they had him in positions where he couldn't breathe because he spoke about that. He said it. Another I can't breathe victim, basically. And uh, the prosecutor has decided not to bring charges against these officers. So I'll bring you guys more to that story later as uh, as well. I don't want to get too far off track. But uh, that was just one of the situations. A couple of situations there when I was speaking about defunding police or not defunding police. So I'll get to the... uh, the comments that a few people made so one of my friends Kevin's uh rivers he said he's for defunding uh they have too much shit and they need to regroup and refocus and decide what changes will be made and then another one of our friends named kane marco kane marco aka damien what's up guy uh he said not at all and then uh josh stuart josh Stewart, uh one of my other friends says nope defunding is not the answer you think it's smart to lower the amount of cops in major cities like Chicago, L.A., Detroit, New York, etc. You know what I mean? Which I can understand that there. And then uh, my sister Myra Wilson said she went on to uh, say, well, she actually went in by saying they want you to be, uh, to believe that defunding means abolish. They've been defunding your kids' schools for years, which actually makes sense and which is actually 100% true so that's why I say you know reading these type of comments and even prior to reading these comments I was torn between the two you know I mean and reading these comments I'm still torn between the two you know but I just wanted to ask that question and get it out there just to see exactly how people would feel about it and then another one of my uh Facebook questions I had asked I said what percentage of your paycheck goes to the house and what percentage goes to you you know I mean, because like this has been like a you know what I'm saying? Like a battle with, I don't know, the sexes or just households and couples and things of that nature. Uh, the one thing that, well, like as far as my household, like my wife and I, I don't, we don't put a, at least for me, I don't put a certain amount on what I give. The one thing I do know is that the more I have, the more I give, you know what I mean? And... Even, even when I, even like when I was out of work and there was times where I got like 200 and some odd dollars just from unemployment, you know what I'm saying? I still gave up 50 plus percent of that from time to time. So everybody has a different amount of, you know, how they give their bills and how they, you know, was for them. But the point that I was trying to make was no matter what percentage you give, like you have to Please and give yourself at times. You know what I mean? You have to take care of yourself at times. You know what I mean? So, for those who out there who feel the need to be stressed over bills and like just, you know, taking all of your money and paying bills, bills, bills with it, like, stop it. Honestly, stop it because you die today or tomorrow. Those bills, bills, bills are still going to be there. And I'm not saying, hey, put your, your wants over your necessities because the moment you do that, you're not going to have anything. So that's not what I'm saying, but the one thing I am saying is that don't forget to take care of yourself. So I asked, so when I asked that question, a few people chimed in, and one of the people uh, was Amanda, and she said about 70% goes to the house, 30% goes to herself. And then my buddy Josh, he said 80% goes to the house, 20% to him and his wife. Enrico Anthony says, too much and not enough. Rico, I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. And then my mother says, 900% goes to the house and nothing goes to herself. So that's what I was basically talking about in the sense of making sure you know, no matter how much the amount may be, it could be 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 whatever, you know, just please yourself whether this is going to get a scoop of ice cream, your hair done, toes did Massage, a bag of bud, a fifth of liquor, whatever relaxes you after you have do whatever it is to earn your your living. You know what I mean? And that's basically what I was saying on that note there. And speaking of that note, man, I want to thank y'all as always for listening to your boy B L A W K A. Don't forget to wear your mask. Continue to wash your hands. Continue to practice your social distancing. Continue to love one another. And as always, I'm out. Peace.